Hi, this is Ben Lowe with Back to the Bible Canada's Truth and Life Today with Dr. John Newfeld. John, great to have you here today. Is this an exciting time? Well, I think it is. We're going to give this a shot anyway, aren't we? We are. So. We are. And the, and the important thing about this is, is, is not that we're doing it, that we're, what we're trying to do, and that's really trying to continue to uh, teach biblical truth. So we're excited about that. We're also excited today because we're going to start out a segment on parenting and what the Bible has to say about parenting. And uh, you're going to teach... Uh, for a few moments. And then in the second segment today, we're going to have special guest Terrence Ralston come and join us. He's the president of Focus on the Family. But John, welcome, and uh, it's all yours. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Ben. Well, um, the Bible actually has a lot to say about parenting and the relationship that, that parents have with their children. And I do know that a great many of us are somewhat fearful uh, when it comes to what our role ought to be as parents or even kids wanting to know how do I interact with my parents. Uh, so, so let's begin at the beginning. I'm going to start with the Ten Commandments. And the Ten Commandments, as you might know, are actually divided in what's called a two tables of the law. The first four commands deal with our relationship to God, and the second six deal with our relationship to one another. And it's interesting because the first commandment that deals with our relationship to one another, teaching us how to love one another, is the command that relates to parents and to families. So the fifth command reads, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And so it's a promise that's attached to the command. And interestingly enough, that command is quoted in the book of Ephesians in the New Testament. So I'd like to read that. Ephesians says, Obey your parents in the Lord, for that is right. Honor your father and mother, for this is the first command with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Now let me help a little bit with that. I don't think the promise is individually attached. I think it's given to a culture as a whole. When the relationship between parents and children are rightly related, the culture as a whole prospers. In other words, the kind of families that exist in our country and the kind of families that exist in our faith communities and in our churches will have a huge impact in terms of the health that we experience in all other areas. What's fascinating as well is that the very next verse after the command of children to obey parents, uh, it says, fathers do not provoke your children to anger and bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. So, you know, dads, uh, you're called upon to disciple, to train, uh, to focus your kids on what's good and to avoid what's evil, but you're supposed to do it in such a way that actually reflects the kind of relationship that you have with Christ. Christ, you know, dads and moms, has been treating you with a lot of grace. You've sinned against Christ, but He has extended love towards you and has found ways of reconciling you in relationship to God. And that's to be the model that you engage in when it comes to your own kids. Yep, they're going to fail you. Yep. They're going to do things that disappoint you, but in the end, your response has always got to be a response of grace. So here's a question that often gets asked. Yeah, but, you know, I'm a mom or I'm a dad, and I really want to know how to engage with my kids. How do I train them? How do I disciple them? How do I make them the kind of people that, that God wants them to be? There's an entire book in the Bible. It's the book of Proverbs. And the context of that book is the context of a dad sitting with his son, and he's training him in wisdom. So I'm going to take you to the book of Proverbs and read a couple of verses from Proverbs 1. And I'll begin with verse 8. And, and I want to make some application. 
Here it says, Hear my son your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. For they are graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. And then it goes on to say, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, Come with us, let us lie in wait for blood. Like Sheol, let us swallow them alive. And then it goes on to say, Don't follow after them. And then the father, who knows something about wisdom, tells his son what the end will be to a given course of action. Because the dad has experience in life, because he knows something about actions and consequences, he wants to teach his son how to make those kind of wise decisions. In the book of Proverbs, wisdom is skill in living. It teaches someone how to live well so that in the end of your life, you'll end your days with a deep sense of satisfaction and say, I'm so glad I've lived life well and so glad I've made the right decisions. And that really is the, the, the case that is being made in Proverbs that's supposed to help parents deal with their own children. Moms and dads, your calling in life is to teach your kids to fear God, to take note of His promises, to apply them to their lives, and then also to help them in the decision-making that they'll make throughout their lives when you're no longer there, and to teach them the very precepts of wisdom. And so that in the end of their lives, they'll be able to look back at how they lived and say, wow, I'm so glad that I actually lived in a way that the decisions I made led to the best long-term consequences that I could possibly have had. You know, there's going to be so many different areas that your kids deal with. How to handle money, how to handle sexual relations, how to handle, you know, the marriage partner that they're going to choose for life, uh, how to choose a career in life, and then all of the other incidental details in which they'll be involved in. So parents, from the time that your kids are given to you by the Lord, when they're just little kids, all the way through to when they become adults, your job is to be there. And here's a bit of counsel for you. If you don't think you know how to do this well, might I suggest that as your kids are growing that you simply read through Proverbs with them, you know, maybe a chapter at a time, and then just simply say, what are you thinking about when you hear this stuff read? Is there anything that catches your eye? And that allows you to talk about the grand issues of life, which Proverbs really does give you. So I think that provides parents with the kind of tools that they need to raise their kids successfully. Now, before I end this teaching session, I just want to say something that comes from my own heart. You know, I got three kids. They love Christ. They've not been perfect, but, you know, I watch them, and I'm very proud of what I see happening in them. It's really not so much a reflection of my parenting, but a reflection of the fact that God has had mercy on them. Moms and dads, you need to have that same idea in your own heads. God will have mercy on your kids, so keep praying for them. So here's my memory. A number of years ago, my wife took a journey up the Nile, and we sat in some of these grand uh, temples that come from Egypt's magnificent past. In one of the temples, I remember sitting in the very place where the young Moses must have sat when he was being trained in the court of Pharaoh. I looked around at the temple walls and the relief, and they were all filled with pagan symbols to pagan gods. And I thought to myself, can you imagine Moses being trained in all the occult practices of Egypt, and in the midst of this, God got a hold of his man. Listen, whatever you're afraid of, moms and dads, in relationship to your kids, might I say this? It's not as bad as it's always been. There have been a lot of days in the past where culture has been difficult and it's hard to raise your kids well. 
Listen, God raised up Moses in a culture that was very anti-gospel, and yet Moses became a great man of God. Pray for your kids in the same way. Regardless of the cultural influences that they have, continue to bring them before the Lord and continue to ask God to do this very thing, that He would make your children into men and women of God. That's a commitment that you can have. So have hope and be joyful. Have confidence.